We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings. Sunday Night Live, Week 4 Recap, Week 5 Lions. We got some Cuss Corner on the go. Just a reminder to everyone out there, we're going to be live in between the end of the late games and before Sunday Night Football starts. Well, obviously we'll go off the air, but not before we get the first touchdown bet, or at least who's not going to score the first touchdown, from Tim. Reminder to all to smash the like for the episode. Sub to Mayo Media Network. Rate, review, download the podcast if you're listening to this after the fact. And there's just more of a hang. We still got games going on. We got a tie game. Green Bay, New England as we're recording this show. I'm just really praying that Denver can hold on to the plus two and a half here being down two to Vegas, although it's not looking good as it updates on my screen. So we got a few sweats going on. Hope you played Jared Goff and TJ Hawkinson this week on DraftKings because if you didn't, you're probably not going to win any money this week. Uh housekeeping off the start i'm gonna do this now so i don't forget to do it injuries from today and the newsletter will come out later tonight with the full list and cheat sheet if you want it go subscribe down in the description javante williams left the game with a knee injury he could be out like two to eight weeks so we need to hear more about that jonathan taylor has to get his ankle tested to see how long he's gonna go out ian rapaport uh was gonna update on this he might not play. I think they play on Thursday nights. So that might be a quick turnaround for them. Jamison Crowder, Isaiah McKenzie, LaVisca Chenault, sorry, internet, Quintez Cephas, Kenny Galladay, and Traylon Burks, who is like the new LaVisca Chenault, all left the game at receiver. Jonu Smith left for the Patriots at tight end. Brian Hoyer left the game. Then we got Zap coming in for the New England Patriots, and who's still on the field right now. And Daniel Jones left the game with an ankle injury, then Tyrod came in, then Tyrod got concussed, so Daniel Jones had to come back in. They play in London next week, so they're not quite sure what's going on. Does it really matter? 
Probably not. Let's bring in the crew. Tim Andercus is here. Jeremy Keefe is here, who people may remember from the Custies Awards panel show. Not your first time on the show. No, no. And, and uh, a bit of a cuss truther, as I mentioned before. You know, a You're fact checker. On? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Whatever Cust says, I'm there to, you know, keep tabs on it and make sure that uh, he stays on board. What about this hat? I got to tell you, I really like the hat. I liked the hat when I was watching the show a couple of weeks ago. I can see from the side now if you would be as kind enough to just turn. Jet head. I mean, what else? What more Jet is there head. to say? Victory. <laughs> <laughs> You've calmed down over the last three and a half hours or so. You were doing the gritty. Can you, can you give us a gritty here like Zach Wilson? There's so much. There's, what? There's so are, much are you having a stroke? A no, I'm gritty. just doing the dance. Look, <laughs> have I calmed down? Yes, but we are very good. We did not play well in the first half, but look, Zach didn't have any preseason. It was his first game. He looked kind of rusty. In the fourth quarter, for the second time in four weeks, the Jets proved they are the best fourth quarter team in football. <laughs> they have pulled out two big victories in a row on the road. Uh, to win those games, I'm a very, very excited person. The AFC seems to be weaker than a lot of people thought. The Jets are, got themselves through 2-2. Two and two. Zach is back. We're looking good. I am ready for the Dolphins next Sunday. Things are going well for the Jets. There's lots and lots and lots of wins out there. Paul, you already have a question. More, more of a statement. I, I, I appreciate Tim's gumption, but if you can do, you stop, have a microphone. Yeah, I got. Oh, it. okay. I got it on. Um, <laughs> if you can like avoid just pounding the desk. I thought it was padded, so I could pound. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not All right, fine. I will keep my pounding to Jets touchdowns only, and there won't be any because they're not in this game. Are, are the Jets taking you to Pound Town, pal? The Jets are really, really good. They're not the best team, but they're really... And you, again, you can't play like that in the fourth quarter two times in a row on the road if you're not a really good football team. They take advantage of opportunities. They obviously have some very good coaching about big, uh, big moments. And Zach, when the moment was biggest, he came through. There's a reason that he was the thumbnail for tonight's show. He, he, you can say he graduated to a really good quarterback today. A big fourth quarter win. But of course, the haters don't care. They want to make fun. We played great. I can't wait for the Dolphins next week. How many interceptions should he have thrown today? He played rustily in the first half, even the first three quarters. I agree. But he got into a groove. He got into rhythm. And then he, even you said, wow, he's actually playing really good in this fourth quarter. Because he was. Because the Jets are a fourth quarter team. You know, some teams are a first quarter team. Buffalo, as we saw, is a third quarter team. That's where they score all their points. The Jets happen to be a good team when the moments matter most. That's just how it is this year. I'm very excited paths are opening up <laughs> opening up you ready to do this do what miami week five that's a win green bay week six you just watch green bay might lose to the patriots green bay is the ponzi scheme you keep calling carolina as well no i think carolina showed us today that they that it was the ponzi scheme bowl arizona and carolina that was a horrific game that's a win why, okay, did we get any confirmation of why Cliff Kingsbury decided to go for two instead of kick the extra point when he was up 16? Like you said, maybe the kicker's hurt. That's the only justifiable explanation. It was one that we were all just sitting there going, uh, you know what, we assume they know better than we do. <laughs> but at the same time, I can't figure this one out at all. It's like calling with Jack Eye. So, 
We'll get to calling with Jack Eye and Thor, a poker dealer, to, to really break it down. Yeah. And I want to hear some of the worst things that you've we, seen. We call that a tease in the biz, right? You, you learned what SEO was earlier today for real. Tim has really made some strides today. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. I really appreciate that because I think I have. You probably wish I was here for Sunday Sunday night. It was uh, great to have an ally wrong. in the room for a change <laughs> this week. It was I great. So I two, don't know if I'd call myself an ally, but okay. You're an ally to the cast. You're yeah. not an enemy. That makes you an ally. That's how he's choosing to see it now. I, that's probably cursing myself by doing that. Yeah, that, that's not good. Like, yeah. by the, the next time that we have to put you on the Custy's panel show, it's just going to be like frozen internet. <laughs> the mic's not going to work. It's not going to be good. I'll be live from the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> it's the end of Jeremy. <laughs> One last show, the Custies, and that'll be the end of him. So, win win Miami and Green Bay at Denver. Win. So, 3 0 versus at home against New England. Win. At home against Buffalo. That's a loss. That's a loss. By week. You always like the Jets on the bye. It's a you always have them week. like minus two and a half a against the bye. Free week. At New England. Win. Versus Chicago. Win. At Minnesota. Loss. Really? I don't like that spot for us. Okay. At Buffalo. Loss. Versus Detroit. Win. Versus Jacksonville. Win. At Seattle. Win. At Miami. Win. So you did proclaim that if the Jets host a playoff game, you will put on body paint and come on the show. I will sit on this show in full... <laughs> Body paint before the game. I, if we host a playoff game, I, I promise. Uh, my my hand is up. I will do that 100%. The potential Whoa. Mr. Olympia himself in I full body I could have been Mr. Olympia if I wanted to be, but I don't have the discipline. Uh, I just didn't have the discipline to do it or the, uh, the, the desire, but I could have been. I just chose not to be. Well, I have the height. I have the stature. I have the build. I just didn't go through with it. That's the only reason. No, not the only reason. Well, the only reason is the biggest reason. I didn't have the, the fortitude to, to drive myself to do it. So we were asking you how much you could deadlift earlier after you said that deadlifting 1,000 pounds was not impressive. Right. I, I just said it wasn't like earth shattering because it's not earth shattering. It'd be like foot shattering if you dropped it on your foot. I, I'm sure it's, it's heavy, I guess. A 1,000 pounds. I, I'm sure it is. Too. So, But what do you think that you could deadlift? I don't know. I don't know. You got to throw enough. If if a thousand but, isn't impressive to you, when I, we asked you how far you could throw a javelin, it was beyond the world record, which is why I'm afraid <laughs> to answer the question. He refused to answer earlier, and I thought it was because he was above deadlifting as as an event. Well, I mean, it's not the way you discussed for a reason. it. It was it was as if it was the stupidest thing anyone could. Well, possibly I, ever I, I don't know how useful or efficient it is compared to like the snap the the snatch or the lift clean or anyway. But that's useful. Well, the, sna- the snatch is a useful move, but the, deadlift isn't. The snatch of the first 40% of is a deadlift. <laughs> yeah. So in other words, the deadlift is a partial aspect of an actual event. It's, it's part of the lift that you just mentioned. Yeah. Right. So, so to do just a part of it really well, it's like saying you're really, really good at the first six holes in golf. Or, oh, saying, you're a pro or, at the six or holes bragging in about a football team that's good in the fourth but quarter. But the fourth quarter, the <laughs> quarter that matters. Again, I'm, I'm here to fact check you. Yeah, that's fine. No, that's fine. <laughs> What'd you make of your Eagles today? Eagles. Are they not the hottest team in the NFL? Yeah. Once again, yeah. you know, I mean, I have yet to not refer to them as the world champion Philadelphia Eagles because they did win the Super Bowl. And, and since then... Haven't lost a Super Bowl, which is a important. <laughs> we were part present of that for that too. Super Bowl. We were. We went to that Super Bowl. We left before the actual Super Bowl. That's we were in Minnesota. In Minnesota, I, right? Yeah. I, I like this. It's sort of like you know a wrestling belt. Until you get beaten, you're still the champ. To be the man, right? Woo! Yeah. And I think maybe this year is another year when they just add another notch to that belt. 
Okay. So, I, I mean, you know, I'm not calling Do you actually feel good about this team? Like, you watched them. Like, going into this week against Jacksonville, were you scared? No, not against Jacksonville. No. Really? Not at all. No. But Jacksonville's a new hot team. When are they going to play a real opponent, know, Jeremy? But, but is the question. At the, <laughs> when are they going to play I mean, a good maybe, team? Maybe that's, maybe that's right. Maybe they've had a slightly easier schedule so far, but they haven't lost. That's and until, until they do... That's I'm just going to keep beating and my chest about until they play the Packers, as you heard on the Hammer. Oh yes, we did an alternate video this week at the Hammer Bet. If anyone wants to check it out, Jeff, right. Tim, and I do one right after we film the spread show. And it's all about future bets. Tim versus Jeff in future bets. And this week, Tim made his future bet: the Eagles will go undefeated until they play the Packers. I think in Week Twelve, something like that. And he bet it at fifteen to one. And then I went through that if you just took a hundred dollars to start off with and bet on the Eagles money line every yeah. single week until you got to the Packers game, yeah. it would be like. 35 to 1. But that's not a bet I can take on the well, show. You're not going to bet it anyway. So my, why are you giving people bad I, advice on the bet? I have to put something in my portfolio. Well, the week before, you tried to bet well, MVP. that's because I'm a fool, and I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> that's different. Well, this also sounds like you don't this know what the, you're doing. No, I know what I... Sorry, Paul. I know <laughs> what I'm doing. I just couldn't add that into the portfolio the way I wanted to. If you wanted to give me 28 to 1 on it instead of 15 to 1, I'd take those odds, but I can't. I'm just glad you didn't mention this earlier, or I would have really been worried about today. You would have just put your money on Jacksonville? Probably. (laughs) Cost had said that they weren't definitely not going to lose this week and for the next, what, six or seven weeks. They were super too. I would have been scared. But no, even when they were down 14 nothing, I think really early on, didn't even sweat it. World champion, Philadelphia Eagles. What do you think the chance of this game ends in a tie? Oh, that'd be glorious. Packers tie? Yeah, that'd be glorious. That's how I thought... Okay, let's program the A block. This was a popular segment from last time we did it. We're on PTI tomorrow. Obviously, we don't know the outcome of the Sunday Nighter. It has not happened yet. So we're programming the top, the lead four stories for tomorrow on PTI. Got to think Bills comebacks number one. That was the big game of the day. The Bills were down. They shut not out. If Green the- Bay loses here. If Green Bay loses, it's what's wrong with the Packers. Nothing about anyone in a pool. I, I, I don't think that's going to make the... Uh, I don't think the big stick's going to make uh, the <laughs> no. block. the big stick. No, uh, I don't, but if Green Bay doesn't prevail here, the question will be, what's wrong with Green you Bay? You think that's bigger that's than Josh Allen and Bill? Josh Allen yeah, puts Bills on back. I think beats Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. What's wrong with them is it, is, is it, yeah. Paul decided not to watch the game with us today. He watched the game at home after he was doing yard work. And the first thing he told us when he came over to the house to watch the rest of the games was, what did Tim say about Buffalo at halftime? <laughs> and Tim, what did you say about Buffalo? When it was 20-3, to 3, I was like, that might be all the points Baltimore needs. <laughs> because the way B- B- Buffalo was playing, its usual soft self against any resistance, <laughs> didn't seem like they were going to do well. Now, they pulled it out, so I guess we got to give them kudos. But I, it proves my point that Buffalo is not a team you want when there's the slightest bit of adversity against them. They're great against air. And they're great indoors. They're great when the weather is is uh, is pleasant, not too hot because that's too much for them, and not too rainy because that's too much for them. But if it's decent weather, the Bills so the Super Bowl is indoors in Arizona. They'd have a great shot if they played in the actual Super Bowl. But you know, like they have to play in adverse conditions, they're in trouble because they are uh, softer than Kleenex. Paul, you, you don't seem impressed by that. I just wanted to bring up that I talked to my mom, who's also a diehard Bills fan, on Friday. <laughs> About all of this, or uh, she she watches your guys' show, and she was very mad at you. <laughs> well, I mean, like I, I'm not. She's like, this guy's too scared to to call and res- get a reservation at a restaurant, but he's gonna call Josh Allen soft. 
Yeah, no, so, those someone, were her words, not mine. Someone did mention that you're calling Josh Allen soft, yet when you saw that KFC had painted itself green for a promotion, you had a panic attack and had to pull over to the side of the road. I don't know how to describe it that You way. had an emotional breakdown. I was very upset. But look, my softness or lack of softness has absolutely zero effect on how soft Buffalo is. But in terms of determining who's soft. I think I'm well positioned to call the Bills soft. I was, And I've been right over and over again. They're not a good team. People are asking what Franz Kustantin, the eighth, <laughs> is going to reward himself with with the Jets' victory. That's a, you know, that's a very good question. I think it might be because tomorrow's the last day before Monopoly. I think tomorrow morning might be a, uh, as Cam recommended on the show, great idea, by the way. Get the two breakfasts for one, have the orange juice with one, coffee with the other, bacon McMuffin, sausage McMuffin, and the two hash browns. That might be the reward. It's like the final goodbye to McDonald's because I won't be there for the next month because I just can't be around during Monopoly. So what you're, you're planning on doing is making McDonald's into a buffet because it isn't one. <laughs> Look, the deal is available on the app. So I, I probably will reward myself with, uh, with uh, the Cam Stewart special. If you're going to splurge on McDonald's in this circumstance and Monopoly starts in three days, why wouldn't you just wait the three days? Because <laughs> I don't want to play Monopoly. I but prom- you do want to play Monopoly. Okay, you're um, going you're gonna to go anyway. Okay. You just told us tomorrow you're going to go. Why not just put it off the three days and get your sticks? Okay, so it starts Tuesday, so it starts in two days. Really one if we're like today's over and tomorrow's just a, really it's like midnight. I assume on Tuesday it starts uh, because I don't. Even though I want to play, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna show people that I don't need to play. <laughs> even though it's fun and it's awesome and it's thrilling, I'm not gonna do it because I have willpower. There's no way you stick to that. We'll see. I guess the proof in the pudding will be in the not eating of it. Paul has put a poll question to the audience. Uh, What are the chances that Cuss doesn't do (laughs) McDonald's Monopoly this year? What would you say, Jeremy? It's it's on you. Right now for percentage? Yeah. uh, I I would be very surprised if there's even 8% saying that he sticks to this. So what what would be the chances that you would give him? Like you said a line. If I have to set a line? Yeah. Any McDonald's Monopoly, does Tim play or Tim doesn't play? What is yes, what is no? Like 98%? Yes, he plays? Yes, absolutely. If, if, I'm, if I'm paying odds, it's like 300 to 1. Ye of little faith. I have absolutely no faith. Okay. It's not little faith. It's, it's okay. devoid Fine. of faith. What, what is the well, audience saying, Paul? Well, I just, here's the thing. It's like if you go to like get McDonald's coffee... You're not going to pull that sticker off, Top Cat? I said I would pull it off, but I'm not getting a game board. So if it's not an instant <laughs> win, I have nothing to add it to. It yeah, out. but you're going to keep the sticker. What if, it's a, what if it's a rare piece? You're telling me that you're not going to change it? Can you it? tell it? You are on the website looking at the rules. And can you share with the viewers uh, some of the tips that McDonald'sMonopoly.com gave you? Well, I don't... I don't remember the exact name of the website, but the number one tip I was given, if you want to win the big prizes, go early and often. <laughs> that, that maximizes your chance to win. Now, there's great sense in that. that that's, that's purely logical. I don't know why that's so risible. I, I think it makes sense. That McDonald's is telling you to go as yeah. much as you possibly can, as early as you can? Play as much, spend as much from McDonald's. Okay, okay. You, you don't see that. I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, like, you know, it's fun and you want to win. And Many are saying you're already moving the goalposts. I'm not moving. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. They're welcome to believe whatever they want. They're just bitter that the Jets won. 
That's all it is. Lane has a tip for you. Hide your board under your bed so no one else can find it, but you always know where it is. No, no, I don't want to play that. I don't want to lie to you, the people. I have too much integrity for that. I just don't want to play. What's the biggest... Like win you've had from McDonald's, uh, just the instant prizes. Oh, I won that like skull candy thing, but you had to go online to get it, so I didn't know how to use it. So it was like a two hundred dollar voucher or something. But I didn't know how to use it, so it expired. <laughs> I didn't know what to do with it. It's like this there, is online. I can't do this. Those are head- every prize that you're going to collect is going to be online. Well, but what's like, even the point? You win the Dodge Viper. Yeah. Do they still make those? I don't know. That's like the only McDonald's prize I can actually remember. No, is the, the Dodge Plymouth, Viper, the Plymouth Roadster used to be one of them. You're gonna have to do something to like claim your. I'll prize. cross that bridge. Did you ever if I think come about this? I'll come to that. I'll cross that bridge if and when I come to it. But I'm not going to because I'm not gonna play. Did you see that McDonald's has adult Happy Meals now? I saw that, and like it's for nostalgia purposes, I guess. But like maybe this is more descriptive of my childhood. I didn't get Happy Meals when I was a kid. I got the full meal. So <laughs> when I was like seven, we were getting double quarter pounder meals after church. Uh, we weren't getting the Happy Meal, so I don't have the nostalgia. For Happy Meals, the way other people do. I had the 10-piece Chicken McNugget or the double Big Mac or something. Well, what, what if, instead of giving you, like, the toys from our childhood, they put in, like, the Batman Forever mugs? Like, that was something that you that could have. That would be some Some legit. Batman pods. And you know the they got the mold still sticking around somewhere. Oh, I'm some, sure they do. In some, like, uh, storage unit. Make those again. Now, that would bring people out. Next score wins the game. Aaron Rodgers has the ball, by the way. So you think that Green Bay is reserved for the top story tomorrow. Should they end up losing this game? Green Bay or what happens tonight? Yes, that could. Yeah, be. but we don't know what happens. Yeah, tonight. as of right now, yes. If Green Bay loses or does not win, yeah, I think they are going to be the top story. You then don't. This, you don't think that MVP, the two, the two highest MVP candidates going head to head. One of them coming back from twenty to three. No, I think the, the the national viewing public. I was right about this two weeks ago too. The national viewing public cares more about the Packers and anything's going on with Buffalo or Baltimore. I think okay. the Packers move the needle. Now, the next number two could be in the A block, the Bills, Ravens, and uh, what else could we talk about in terms of exciting games? I'm, I'm actually thinking, like, Zach Wilson comes back, wins, Kenny Pickett gets in the game Yeah, they for the could Steelers. talk about that. They could talk about that. Were you impressed by Pickett? Yeah, he played really well. Buffalo's going to have their hands full against, with him next week. I'll say that. I don't know if Buffalo's going to lose, but if Pickett had played that whole game, I think there's a real chance that Pittsburgh would have won. I think he's decent. I think he's decent, and... Uh, Pittsburgh is tough to be optimistic about. And, like, Buffalo is, like, a pushover. So if you play tough, just like last year when you showed them a little bit of adversity and you beat them, uh, you could beat them again. So in the soft game when they couldn't play in the elements, when they're, uh, like, facing adversity, like today, let's say. They prevailed. And they and it, I give them credit for that. It doesn't seem like you did. You just called them soft again. Well, they are still <laughs> kind of soft. Like, I, they didn't dominate I, and they didn't cover. Well, they push. Well, not on their show we didn't. On our show they lost. They were three-and-a-half-point favorites at Baltimore. No, they closed at three. What else do we got here? What are the other stories? So I think Jets, Pittsburgh is in there. How about... Okay. Cowboys? How about them Cowboys and Cooper Rush? I guess... Another win? That was the laptop game for us. Like, it was, but like Cowboys moved the needle, and they're three-and-one, and, and Cooper Rush hasn't lost a game. Okay, do you think that there is a chance that Kornheiser and Wilbon are going back and forth, and they put up on the screen on their graphic, Robert Griffin III, that... Antonio Brown has more D than the Seahawks and Lions combined. <laughs> I think that's the story. Sure. <laughs> that, <that's> <laughs> me. You know? I like that you didn't know about the video. And and you know what? It made my day once I did. So I and I feel like there's going to be more people like me for sure. 
So, who, who are just finding this out now? Exactly. Philly will be in the A block too. They're four now. Yeah, I guess Philly the, the last undefeated. I mean, and I, Philly. I guess they, maybe they've already litigated it, but we haven't had a PTI since Tua got hurt and gave the strong hand to the camera. Uh, did they, they went out on Friday. <laughs> yeah, but now that that guy's been fired. Yeah, they, that could be discussed he, as well. Yeah, NFL so, safety. So what do we think is going on here? That they, that you, I think it was you who said like they just gave this guy the bag. Oh no, I've I've read that online. Of people, do you suspect, believe it? I. I'm not a conspiracist, so I don't actually think anything untoward happened. I just, I have a steadfast rule, whether it comes to politics or this sort of stuff, is that incompetence can answer 95% of your problems. Never add to malice what you could easily chalk up to incompetence, because that's usually why something happens, because somebody doesn't know what they're doing. People are just faking it till they make it far too often. So what do you think happens with this? Like to the Dolphins, I mean, they've already lost draft picks for trying to like, well, I don't think it's on. I, th- I mean, I think in the end, because you have that independent person from the league who's supposed to make the ultimate call, he's the person who has to take the fall. He's the person for whom the, the responsibility really lies. Yes, the Dolphins shouldn't be putting out Tua, and it's certainly nothing to do with Tua. A player wants to play, and the Dolphins wanted him to play. But, like, it's on the league. The league screwed up badly. Everyone saw live that it was foolish. They talked about it all week. Uh, and they still let him play. It's a terrible look for a league that was... It seemed like it had been turning a bit of a corner on player safety. It hadn't been like the biggest topic of conversation for the last year and a half. And now all of a sudden, it's right back front and center. And deservedly so. Like, the heck's wrong with this league? Yeah, I, I don't think it helps either that like the day that this happens, the next day the Antonio Brown stuff comes out. That's either. not good either. Because, I don't know. And then today, Antonio Brown tweeted out that he thinks that teams need Antonio Brown on them right now. I'm crazy person. But I, hey, I, Devonta Smith got hurt for a bit. Put him on the Eagles. No. That can only help team chemistry. You, you can't I, have I'm, him anywhere. I'm sure, right? It won't <laughs> cause any issues whatsoever. Like, yeah, I mean, the guy's, you know, he's an immense talent. He He's one of the best people to ever play football in the last few years. But would any team want to take a risk on him? Even after last year, let alone what we're starting to see is... It, you know, his, his, his poolside etiquette is, is really like, <laughs> I, I don't think anybody's going to take the chance on him, but that doesn't mean that, that he couldn't potentially help a team, at least in a few plays until he runs but, off the field with his clothes off again, <laughs> because he's just a, he's a troubled person. It's a yep. very troubled person. Yeah. Or they have a pool party, you know, <laughs> to celebrate a win. You never know what's going to happen. Right. So no, I, oh I don't God. think anyone should take a chance on him, but I mean, I, I at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if a team did, you know? I would be surprised. Well, as Tim mentioned, all the teams that would take a chance on him, like all, all the teams that take chance on lunatics have already had Antonio yeah, Brown. Like he's already gone through <laughs> that car wash. Who, who's left? I'm trying to think, who would be left? If you take out the Raiders, the Patriots, right. and now the Bucks. Who are the people that don't care about your behavior? The Chiefs. Maybe the Bengals. Now, the, the new Bengals don't seem like they're on that. No. And, they, and they really don't need him. They don't. So like the, the the Chiefs, the Chiefs? but like the Chiefs don't care what you. The Rams, done. they they are circling with Odell Beckham. They yeah, but he's also to... circling with the Browns. Now the Browns, they were playing Shakira at wide receiver today. <laughs> Some... The Browns are so bad. The Browns, the Browns are so bad. Are they? Those of us who said they weren't going to be good 
and we're laughing. Like, oh no, no, they'll who, be fine. Who let? La- who laughed? When you I out? made that statement on the preview show uh, at the start of the year, but uh, this Browns team is one of the very worst in the AFC. I was laughed to score. Well, they're well. currently two and two, two, and two and have two devastating <laughs> like losses in the fourth quarter. Why do they have devastating fourth quarter losses? Because they're not that good. Well, they're also playing Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. Whose fault is that? They knew for the last. Eight months. You, you were making. You went through their schedule and had them at one and nine. They've already beat it. Well, I'm just saying they knew from the start that they weren't going to have uh, Watson, and they're, they're not playing good football. I don't know who they play next, but they're in trouble. But this this reminds me of you know you're constantly telling the public what they should like, and it sounds like if a team isn't good in the fourth quarter, they're just dead to you. Because well, you know what? That's kind of an important thing, Jeremy. To be good I mean, in the fourth quarter, but you know what? You're right. I believe that the responsibility of a tribune at times is to instruct people when they made a mistake. And so they sometimes do need to know that certain things are awesome that they may not know about. What if they could cut a subway sub the old way? That would be legit. <laughs> Any, it's funny. Anybody who knows about the old cut says, oh, yeah, that was, was much better. I don't know why they ever changed it. Because it was much better. They changed it because it was much no, better? No, I'm sure they had some sort of like well, some... Theorized. Some, some give hot a, shot v- Vamp on this. Some hotshot VP needed a reason to argue for a promotion or a raise. So he had this brainwave that we should just cut it down the side. Nah, that'll be better. Who cares the way they eat their sandwich? People aren't sensitive about these sorts of things. Well, you know what? Maybe he was right, but it still is an inferior product because the wedge is like ergonomically perfect. You know, I didn't even bring this up to do this, but I have to ask, wh- how does it make it better? It's the same it ingredient. in so much better. Do you how? find that stuff is constantly falling out of your sub? <laughs> no. Well, yes, like meatball subs, for example. Stuff's always falling How out often of are you eating meatball subs? Not often enough because the, because the people won't That's them why the you way. stopped eating it. That's why you stopped eating meatball subs yes, from Subway. That's the number one which, reason. Which, listen, I will give credence to the Subway meatball sub it's when I was best. like 16. Oh, it's so it was, it's good. was the last time you had a Subway meatball sub? Oh, it wasn't that long ago because honestly, I do think the oh. meatball sub is good. It's so gross. I really, oh, it's well, it's got to be. It's got to be hot, right? You you want it hot? You want to- to- heat toasted it up. or like soft bread? I I I don't really actually like the toasted. No, I don't like the toasted. I'd rather not, put it in a microwave or something either. like that. No, but don't care for I it. do like the meatball sub. The thing is, you kind of have to get the double meat meatball sub because they give you like three yeah, meatballs. See, now now or you're speaking my language. You know, so there's some, you know stipulations I see but it I, is a good sub I feel like the meatball sub at Subway defeats the purpose of going to Subway like the purpose of going to Subway the only reason to go to Subway is because you're in a rush and you don't want to consume 2,000 calories well now you're at the door because it's the worst bus you might as well get the two-for-one meal at McDonald's it's the same thing sometimes you're not in a rush though and sometimes and you, know, you, you don't just want something delicious it. yeah yeah, but you could go to anywhere else. That's just you generalizing why you go to Subway. I, I am. I mean, I assume, I assume that's why what Pat does. Why? I mean, why would anyone else go to Subway and eat like Jeremy that? just described? Why? Because you're would, not in a rush. Would, you want something delicious. Then you would rather go to Subway than McDonald's. For, but calories the same, health the same. Depends that's how many times doing. I've been to McDonald's that weekend. I'm Whether or not that. Monopoly's uh, playing in season, out, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. That, you guys are fucking nuts. <laughs> Subway is like objectively gross. You don't know what you're talking. You don't know what you're talking about. Their chicken isn't even 50% chicken. It's still delicious. I don't care what it's made of. It's delicious. And their bread's more cake than bread. But so you know much. what? It tastes pretty good. I don't mind, right? It's pretty good. Yeah. I, if, I just think if you're going to get fast food, which is what it is, and that's what you pick, I, it's only got to be because you're trying to cut calories. That's all I can you think You go of. ahead and keep judging the people. I will. But you're wrong. Like if you're if that's what you're doing, I gotta say you guys are both fucking. Moral. I don't disrespect I'm, I'm not the saying of the it's, it's five star. I'm just saying, regardless of how they cut the sub, 
I'll probably have a decent time ordering a sandwich. Jeremy's right. He's he's dead on the money there. Did we ever figure out what the flags on the helmets were for? Well, didn't it say it was International Flag Day or something? There was some sort of vexological thing going on with the NFL? I was confused all day long where Tim just kept pausing games <laughs> to point out what <laughs> flags, flags were on There's people's Croatia. helmets. There's Germany. Yeah. yeah. And I, I had, I mean, there was a few and I was like, yeah, okay, he's right. But there were some when I was just one, like I have no way of knowing whether that's actually what it is or if Tim's just flexing on us, but it happened numerous times today I, I think it has something to do with the london game like maybe the international series try to get all these other like maybe you know shout, shout out croatia packers win oh packers win so is that isn't is now that they've won in overtime is it still the lead story no not, not now are no, the, it's probably philadelphia are the packers a ponzi scheme new question for the week basically yes they're not as good as they seem do they're they, not bad, but the NFC is, other than maybe Philadelphia, but they haven't played anybody. But Philadelphia seems like they're pretty darn good. Can you do me a favor and please stop talking I about Philadelphia? Look, they were my super lock this week, and they won and covered. Now they're part of this portfolio. Like the I'm invested in the Eagles a little bit. Uh, I have no brief for them. I don't like or dislike them. I just think that they're decent, and I don't think they play anybody good. And everyone in the NFC East is also, like, real bad. And like Dallas maybe could get their act together if uh, – Prescott came back, but I don't know. It's just like you look at the NFC, you got the Packers and the Vikings. Like the Vikings are two and two or three and one, but like the, the Vikings have real problems and barely escape against New Orleans. Uh, the Lions can't stop destroying themselves, and Chicago's terrible. So like Green Bay is a Ponzi scheme, but like they may be able to get away with it for the whole year. This might be the year 2004, and uh, they may just get away with the Ponzi scheme the whole time, not 2008 where they get caught. If the season ended today, I would cash my Atlanta Falcons make the playoffs bet. I have I, look. I think it's great that the Falcons are playing good for you. Seven completions. I stacked two. I, I played twenty lineups on DraftKings this week. Ten in ten. Mariota, Pitts, Drake, London, and Nick Chubb on ten teams. I think Mariota, London, and Pitts combined for eight points. Yeah, I mean, I think I saw Jimmy Garoppolo win an NFC Championship game with like five completions. So. It can happen if you're Yeah, but their football. defense isn't good. The Niners' defense was good. Yeah, because the Falcons were playing a really bad team. I don't know. And the Browns. Man, the Browns beat the, the, the great, as I was told, Carolina Panthers in week one. I, I wasn't making that case. Hey, Roberto just texted me, actually. Oh, did he? Well, he got his super lock. He did hit his super his, lock. His gold pick, sorry. His gold pick. Knowing when to cover the spread. Good for him. It had to be the right side. You can't lay that kind of points with the Packers. You can't. Did Cam hit his gold pick? Who was Cam's gold pick? I don't remember who Cam's gold pick was, because I hit mine, he hit his. See if we're sweeping the board again with gold picks. I'm sure someone will probably remember that. Yeah, we didn't watch much of the Dallas. Oh, you didn't like Washington's jerseys. They look like the Steelers. <laughs> Those are awful. Like, burgundy and gold are actually a really sweet color set for their uniforms. They're pretty, pretty slick, are they? I think burgundy and gold is classy and clean and rich-looking and nice. Like, why are you adding black? They looked horrific. Whoever designed them should be in prison. I can see you in a nice three-piece burgundy and gold suit. I think it looks super classy. <laughs> will the Steelers be better now that they have Pickett at quarterback? Like, will they now, like, win games? I think yes, probably so. Would the Colts win games if they started Nick Foles? The Colts are such a train wreck. <laughs> Last week's win is... It was, it was a gift to us this week with the Titans. Everyone had to know that was a mirage. And, like, as much as everybody knew that the Colts were the side because the Chiefs would screw off last week, everyone had to know this week the Colts being favored by three and a half was criminal. Uh, and they played Denver on Thursday night. And, like, I like 
the Colts in that game because I really like Denver lost right twenty five twenty three. Hmm. They Denver lost twenty five twenty three. That game over. The Denver Raiders game. Oh, you know it's thirty two twenty three for the Raiders. Yes, uh, the Broncos did not cover my two and a half. I'm sorry, they to gave hear up that. the late touchdown I'm to Josh. Jacobs. Sorry to hear that for you, but like, yeah, they play on a Thursday. Like, I hate the Colts. I hate the Broncos. Uh, I think the Colts are probably going to win that game on the road. Okay, I don't know. Like, the Colts are terrible. Davis, a lot of teams I despise right now. Davis Mills was almost the boy who ruined Yom Kippur. Because <laughs> <laughs> Jeff was not feeling it. Get, getting some very anxious texts from Jeff after one of the Chargers of 24 nothing in that mm-hmm. game. He knew. I mean, the Chargers won, and all credit to them, and they covered their number. But, like, that's the worst team they're going to play for a while. And they, you know, they covered, but they didn't look too too dandy doing it. So I don't know. There's still trouble in the Chargers, but hey, you got the win, and that's what matters. It would have been worth the price of admission just watching Jeff sweat that one today for sure. Oh no, I've only ever watched one football <laughs> game with Jeff in my life, and he ended up really. Where's yeah. the flag? Where's the flag? Where's the flag? It is one, two, three. Four. Yeah, he does his countdowns after every play to make sure that there's no flag on the play, and he's like, Tim gets mad, and he starts doing the the. Emperor Palpatine Tim, at the screen. Tim no, my arm gets doing sore. The, it was doing my the f- arm was getting yeah, sore. You tried, you tried to force choke someone. No, I didn't. That's all, that's all hearsay. Yeah, you were fucking Chris Elliott. Give him a strong hand, child. <laughs> right at the screen. <laughs> trying to screw up Kenny Pickett. But Jeff is just mad the entire game. He paces the entire game. And the shit that comes out of his mouth is foul. And he ended up leaving without paying his bill. Remember, the Chargers lost and like he was distraught. Remember, people, to vote for Jeff in this year's awards. Is this just Chargers games, or just is this any game, game he's really No, just, just Chargers games. Oh, really? So he was well-behaved as DJ was choking away the U.S. Open. That's not a football game. Okay, but he said it's just Chargers. I don't know. Right? I wasn't with you him. You were there when he lost. It was a Monday, that U.S. Open, was it not? He was no. pacing around in his box? That was not. That was, that was on Thursday he was pacing around okay. in his box. Okay. And he wasn't mad then. He was just, like, stressed out the entire time, trying to work it through. And we see what you're doing here. You're politicking to try to get him well, to because win the award of most insane. Did you see insane. the, the shit-eating grin on his face after the Jets won, and he was just on Jets Reddit, Paul, is it possible to throw Jets Reddit up in that screen right now, like the front page of Jets Reddit? Because I'm looking at it right now. And well, actually, you know what? I'm, I'm going to save it for you. You can give us some live commentary on what Jets Reddit is going to. Is that impossible? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working... 
the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. All right, you, you figure that part out. I want to talk about this poker hand before we get too I, much time. I would be surprised if there isn't a number of posts from T. Anderson. No, I'm not a poster. I'm not, on, a, I'm not a poster. I'm not a poster. Until today, maybe? I'm not a poster. Okay. Anyway, yes, poker. You're the expert. You were the yeah, dealer. So, so people have seen the hand. If they haven't seen the hand, like, what are you, not on the internet? You're watching this on YouTube. You've seen the fucking hand at this point. I've seen it, and I'm barely on the internet. <laughs> but you're, aren't you the, are you the maven of the internet? I'm the a maven of pop culture. Okay. When you were, when we talked about having the graduate on the thumbnail for this, I'm pretty sure that Paul thought it was American Pie for one thing, not the graduate. Paul? Uh, yeah, the picture that's in front of the desk right here. Facts. Yeah, and you know, I thought was, it was Stifler. That who also too. who also bangs. Didn't he? Yes, yep. but like no. it's the, it's, yep. it's no, it was Finch, wasn't it? If well, Finch, Finch banks Stifler's yes. mom. Yes, yes that's what it was. But Someone like, in the movie. It's Dustin Hoffman. It's Anne Bancroft. It's one of the most iconic scenes in all you, of cinema. I don't think you were here earlier. You told us like, well, everyone knows Anne Bancroft. No. Everybody like, knows Anne Bancroft. No, it's a movie that came out in the 60s. She was married to Mel Brooks, for God's sake. I didn't hear him say that, but I, <laughs> I know that he said She was that. married to Mel Brooks. If you said to me, someone said, everyone knows Anne Bancroft. Who said, who said this line? There's only one answer. It's like when you asked him about the steaks earlier. Is this place any good? Yeah, it's great. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. There's a, a place that we know does not have good steak. And I think that is in their name. And Tim would tell you that's the best place you could get. No, I wouldn't say it's the best place. It, but it's, they don't have Wagyu. But it's very <laughs> good steak. If you say so. I, I mean, okay, well, I, I'm the one who's saying it, so I do say so. Right, and and, and basically anyone else who's been there is not bragging about it. Well, but, and yet people come back day after day after every Seniors Day. It's always busy. People are going there <laughs> because it's good food and it's accessible and cheap. I have what I thought was an iron stomach. Like nothing upsets my stomach whatsoever, and I ate there, and I felt horrible for like the next 24 hours. But it hours. wasn't the, the only place that, that made you sick. Who knows what it was? It was it was something that I ate when I went there. That's all I know. And I mean, we're being a little vague. We were supposed to talk about poker. We we can. Oh we yeah. Can do so, that. so so the poker hand, <laughs> the cheating poker hand, as people would say. I might be wrong on this. You're firmly on team. It was cheating. I have to, I, have to. I am firmly on team. It's not cheating. Only because I've played poker with you, and that is something you would do. I'm the bluff hunter. I'll call you down with Jack High. I don't care how much money That's because people are always trying to bluff me in poker. <laughs> They're always trying to get me to lay down a full house because I'm sure you have a straight flush. They love that. Now, you right. were a poker dealer in poker rooms for, fuck, what, six, seven years? Yep. So you've seen some shit. Yeah, I saw a lot of stuff. And, you know, there there is a point where you can just call somebody because you think they're bluffing. But there becomes a point when you need to have something in order to make that call, right? Like you can't just call them down. You also have nothing, but they were bluffing. Well, what are you proving here? This hand that we're talking about, if you ask me, I believe the player in question had had jack four and it was a jack high. And she called him saying that, I thought you had ace high. And he said, yeah, well, you had jack high. So why are you calling? I think she, you know, the four and the ace, they look 
kind of alike. I think she thought she had ace jack and she thought she had ace high, but it was a better ace high. And that's why she made the call. I, I, I can't explain how you could possibly do it other than that, right? I mean, does that seem that crazy? Because this is also a televised poker hand. So if she's just paying because she wants to see what the guy has, you could just fold and not spend the $100,000 and go home and see it later. So Tim has stopped paying attention to you and he's looking at Jets Reddit now. Oh, upvote Tim, upvote this franchise QB. Yeah, well, let's see. People are upvoting it. 103 comments already, Tim. What do you think they all say? If you had to guess. Very. You have to speak into the microphone. <laughs> I can't look at the microphone and look at the comments at the same time. I'm sure they're legit. What did you uh, Just blind taste test. You're commentating on this. What's Tim's comment? Zach looked great for his first uh, game back. Big boy throws by Zach when it mattered most today. Did I not just say that to you, the people? Bring me the fucking receipts of every motherfucking doomer in this game thread. There's a lot of doomers on that thread, too. Oh, is there? Yeah, there's quite a few, unfortunately. I assume they're like Dolphins fans going to troll or something. So you don't, so you don't think it was cheating then? Or you do think it was cheating? Jeremy. Um, That's an interesting point you made about the Jack, uh, about Ace Jack, because she does say, I thought you had Ace High. And why would, why you, would you call yeah. with a worse hand if you right. think... I'm calling to lose the hand. Like, that is sketchy. So so maybe she did think she had an ace in a I, You know, yes, I, I dealt poker for years, and certainly cheating is possible. And the way, you know, this guy described it is that you could have something on you that tells you that you have the best hand. And, and if, if those type of devices exist, then, then yeah, she could have done that. I don't know anything about that. I'm just saying, I mean, maybe that's what it was. But at the same time, you would know when you make that call, even though you have the best hand, everyone's going to see what you did. Like, and they're going to question it. They're going to say, well, how on earth are you? You make this, you make a questionable call, then you make an impossible call, and then you make a completely nonsensical call and you, and you rake in the pot. Like, I don't, the only explanation that I can think of is that the jack four, she thought it was a jack and an ace. She thought her ace was better than his ace, which is a hero call if you make it. And when you flip it over, yeah, you still have the best hand, but it, it, it might be. And yeah, I've seen some stuff in these poker rooms. The, the dumbest call in the history of, of people playing card games. So you didn't, you've never seen one worse than that? No, I've seen some pretty bad ones. Like I, I remember, uh, you know, sometimes there'd be like older people who literally go there for entertainment. And I remember somebody making a call and they had not, whatever the stipulation was, this is like 15 years ago. And, and they literally set out when someone said, how, like, why are you calling? How did you make that call? And they said, well, well I've had bad luck today. So I thought I was due. <laughs> and it's like, that's not how poker works. Like, I mean, yeah, eventually you're going to have a good hand, but just because... You have a terrible hand right now. It doesn't mean that you're gonna you're you're gonna you know suck something out on the river and and win that hand. And you're willing to bet your entire stack on it. So yeah, people make terrible calls, but you also expect that people who are professional or semi-professional are are playing high stakes games on television know what they're doing. See, I don't think I, I think that she plays in these games. So, like I don't have all the background on this. I don't think she's like a player though. Like she knows the rules. Of, she she drew the card. Rules of drawn stud poker. 
You're I supposed mean, to take these out of the deck. That's and that's part of the problem too. Is everybody? We're, we're all just seeing that one hand. We're not watching the, the half an hour hour of the show beforehand to see how she played other hands and and things like that. I benefit of the doubt. I would assume that everybody at that table with the, the stakes that they're playing knows what they're doing. And it's very easy to look down and misread your hand or even you remember your hand improperly and then you don't look at it a second time or a third time and all of a sudden when you flip it over, it's not what you thought you had. I think that's the most logical explanation. Now, most people, like most pros who are actually like in the mix do think it was like something was going on that was foul play. They're not sure what it was, how it was done, but that, I mean, she gave the money back to him. Yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting part. Like, that's just weird. Why would you ever give the money? I, I mean, don't know. You, I mean, even, okay, if you're cheating, but that's not, you know, like. I, I feel like it's less likely that you'd give the money back if you were cheating. Because it's like that, an admission of guilt. Too, that, that too, it is kind of an admission of guilt. But if, if it's not proven that you were cheating, whatever, like if you weren't doing that, you, you won the hand. It's, it's like, a, it's a legal transaction right? That money was given to you for you to give it back. Yeah. Like you said, it seems like you're admitting that you were at fault. You, you did something that you shouldn't have to like amass that, that pot. Whereas if you won it because you made right. a great call, then that guy has absolutely no claim to his money. He lost it fair and square. So yeah, it's a weird one. What's the worst bad beat you ever saw? I dealt a one outer once. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I remember the guy put all his money in, he got called, he stood up and he was leaving. And I dealt the one card in the deck because the- It was what, like the case five or something. Exactly. <laughs> and and it was like, he came back screaming, like running back into it's the- It's very bad form to get up from the table like that and walk away. That's how dead he was. Like he was done. <laughs> so, and that kind of stuff happens every once in a while, you know, like- But you said that like being a dealer at a cash game is about the most boring thing you can do. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, tournaments were okay because you, you kind of, you know, if you were dealing to somebody and you saw them and you thought they were playing a pretty good game, then you might, you're almost kind of, you, you have no way of affecting the game, but you're sort of like, oh, you know, maybe, you know, this guy's a nice guy or something. Maybe he'll go pretty far. I hope, you know, she wins or he wins or something. But a cash game never ends. It's just, it's like too many cooks, right? <laughs> like it just keeps going and going and your shift feels longer than ever because because you're doing it. Did yeah. you ever encounter any? shenanigans besides like drunk like yeah yeah any, well drunk's different any cheating or yeah, is it more sort of on lines of what we were chatting about with jack four there was always the kind of stuff where like certain people would leave the table at the same time as as certain other people and you know you're you're sitting at the table you can't go and follow them through the casino and find out but i definitely think that some people would sit at the table together and maybe not play hands against each other well that sort of i thing. mean we used to play there'd be times where like me and two of my friends would go down and like we'd all end up at the same table and we'd try to be like hey let's not play hands against each other and somehow it would just be the three of us in pots the entire night taking each other's money that's just yeah. how it ended up turning right. out yeah and I mean, it, you know, if you're just doing it, you're, you're there to have fun. You're doing it after the bar or something. Yeah. That's going to happen. But there, there could very well be the guys who go there specifically to do that, to say, you know, stay out of a pot. Or like if I, you know, bet three times the big blind, you know that I actually have something to get out, get out of my way. Don't get in. I think a lot of that stuff happens, but I never saw anything that, you know, like I needed to call the pit boss over and say, this okay. is, there's some shady stuff going on here. No, the people need to know top cat who is not actually, who is going to score the first touchdown tonight? I think that 
Edwards Hilaire will score the first touchdown. Tomorrow. He is 10 to 1. If you would like to, to roll with Tim here and go 10 to 1 on Clyde Edwards Hilaire, who is not going to score the first touchdown in this game? Mike Evans. Really? Why? What is the explanation behind he hasn't that? hasn't played in the week, rusty, and I think Brady, people anticipate they're going to go to Evans in the end zone because they always go to Evans. He's going to not look at Evans. He's going to throw in another direction. That's what I believe. So we need to... We're one for one with this. Justin Fields cashed us a 22 to one. We do this every week of the year. We can't be down money on Tim's <laughs> who's not going to score the first touchdown bet. So there it is, folks. Uh, Mike Evans, eight to one. I was hoping for a juicier one. I was hoping you were going to say, I don't know, like Patrick Mahomes I had, or your boy, Jarek McKinnon, 22 I had to, to one. I had to say what I believe to be true. All right. So Mike Evans, first touchdown, eight to one. We're going to try to get that on. What else did I have on here before we get to the very quick guest lines? This guy from UK just talked into us here he said that if you go on the app during monopoly in the uk you get double stickers <laughs> thanks can you do that here i don't know you should see well you're always on the app that's how you know two can dine for two can dine for this much i don't want to know okay god it's just so much fun why are you doing this to yourself just play just play prove right? that i can I, I don't have to do it. Who are you it to? Yeah. Well, your friends are when I don't, I'll get so, but I will get so much credit if I don't From play. who? From all kinds of people. Like who? Name one. You'll give me credit. No, I won't. Yeah, you'll come on this <laughs> very oh, show. I, I will think it's really pathetic that <laughs> no, you've done this. You will come on this show and give me fulsome credit, and that will be great. Last year, you, you set aside $1,000 for this, yes. right? What are you going to do with the $1,000 you apparently that's, are no, not going to spend? A, that's a very good question. You can so, reward yourself. That's a very good question, Jeremy. I don't know. I remember telling my girlfriend, I say, he's put aside $1,000 yeah, for, for <laughs> Monopoly money, McDonald's. And, and she was just like, There's, like, seriously? How would you do that? What's, how long does it go? Two, two months? No, how a much month. You but, no, you're doing two a days. <laughs> You make it sound like it's going to the gym. Well, he couldn't be Mr. Olympia. He has to, he's still training with the same intensity. He's the Mr. Olympia of McDonald's Monopoly. If you're trying to win, like you're doing two a day. <laughs> oh, Mike Evans, oh, 750. Is there ever like more than two a days? Yes. Those happen? Particularly towards the end when you're getting down to the short strokes and you're like, I need to try to get as well, many. Well, why, why are you end. going late? They told you you should only go early. Yeah, why but, you're all, but at that point, you're out of days. Right? You're, you're, like, you're chasing losses There's four days point. left and I need to scoop up as many stickers as possible. Get those sticks. All right, let's get to the week five lines. Very quickly, Tim, it's going to be you. Do you want to play? You want to guess the lines with Tim or no? Sure. All right. So next week's games, we have Thursday night. And we'll go Tim first, then you, then Jeremy, then Tim. Is how we're going to do this. Indianapolis Colts at Denver Broncos. Immediate thought. You got two seconds. Broncos by three. Okay, no need to do this. You win. Broncos by three is the correct line. Jeremy, Giants at Packers. Ponzi. It's in London. It's in London. The Ponzi scheme Packers. Oh, and they're in London. 10.30 a.m. start. Packers by one and a half? No. No. Packers by six. Seven and a half for the Packers. That's a lot. They're still buying the Packers. That's a lot. Who knows when they're in London? Yeah, I suppose. It's a lot. It's although the teams look normal today. Yeah. Vikings played like the Vikings normally and the Saints do. Saints played like they usually play. But they're uh, not playing at Lambeau. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, I guess yeah. so. They never lose at Lambeau. It's a lot we were, of points. We were told that, unless it's the playoffs. <laughs> it's a lot of points. Falcons at... Oh, this is a big game for uh, my Falcons playoff bet. Falcons at Bucks. At Bucks. Buccaneers by four and a half. Four and a half? 
Falcons at Bucks. Uh, Bucks by six and a half. Eight and a half. Tampa Bay. Jeremy does get that one, though. Back to you. Texans at Jags. Your most hated Jags. No good. The Jags are terrible. Jag. Oh, Jeremy goes first here? Yeah. Not a big Texans fan this year either, though. Um, did you say Texans at Jags? Correct. Jags by two and a half. Jags by six. Seven. You're, you are really underrating some of these favorite teams. But they're terrible. I, mean, I don't think they're terrible. I think they're fine. I think the Jags are actually pretty good. Trevor Lawrence fumbled four times today. I didn't like that Packers line at all, but I kind of like the Jags there. All right, Seahawks at Saints. Oh, boy. Saints by three. Saints by three. Incorrect. Seahawk at, Seahawks at, at Saints. Sa- at New Orleans. Uh, Saints by four and a half. Saints by five. I think Seattle might be my super lock. Mm. No, I don't think it's going to be. That's a, nah. Mm. You say potato, I say potato. Okay, we'll start with you on this one. Steelers at Bills. With with Kenny Pickett at quarterback, presumably, for Pittsburgh. Bills by nine and a half. Nine and a half? Eight. Fourteen. Oh, get lost. (laughs) Get lost. I can see it, though. No, that's ridiculous. The Steelers are bad. Yeah, but that Bills haven't proven they should. You just don't like the Bills. You really hate the Bills. And now you have to pretend like the Steelers are good because the Jets beat them. Well, anyway, that's a lot of points. That's a a (laughs) big number. It's a uh, two-pronged BS here. Bears at Vikings. Vikings by nine. Nope. Vikings by six and a half. Seven. You do get this one. You really caught up after some poor life. Were you, were you trying to help Tim out here? Picking no. the wrong lines to juice up Tim's score? No, but, you know, it's it's like he's got, a, got a, a broken here. clock. You get right? a buzzer telling you if he's too high or too <laughs> yeah, that's low? Right. That's right. <laughs> Paul's, Paul's zapping me, if I, <laughs> so I'll know. Go Lions, higher or lower. Lions at Patriots, Jeremy. Lions at Patriots. Oh. Give me, uh, oh, man, that one. That's a tough one. Uh, Lions two and a half. Patriots by four. It's actually New England two and a half. Yeah, Patriots by four. Yeah, so it's New England by two and a half. By two and a half. Yeah. yeah. So you you do get that one. Dolphins at Jets. What are they <laughs> capping this one at? Mm. Dolphins Jet. by five and a half. Dolphins by five and a half. No Tua, presumably. Yeah. I hope not. Oh my goodness, for his sake. Dolphins three and a half. Dolphins three is the answer. A lot of respect for the Jets. They can't see you on the camera given the the weird nod here. <laughs> Titans at Washington. Titans by three and a half. Titans by three and a half? In Washington. Titans one and a half? Titans two and a half. You guys split the difference. Okay. Chargers at those awful Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Pick them. Pick them. Okay. But the Browns are awful. Yeah, but that doesn't mean the books think that. It's not a pick em. Mm. Browns two and a half? Chargers by three. Okay. Niners at the Ponzi Scheme Panthers. And obviously this is going to be dictated by what happens on Monday night, but... Seven, San Francisco by seven and a half. Seven and a half on the road against Carolina is Tim's pick. Uh, San Fran three and a half. Four and a half is the line. That was my next guess. Cowboys at Rams. Rams by four. Rams by four? Rams five and a half. Rams six. Eagles at your Eagles at the Cardinals. This one's for you. 
World champion Philadelphia. World champion Philadelphia Eagles, yes. At Arizona. Yeah. Eagles by three and a half. Three and a half, Tim? Five. Six. A lot of respect we'll on we'll the road. It. We'll take it. For the Eags. Sunday night, Bengals at Ravens, Tim. Ravens by three. That is correct. <laughs> Raiders at Chiefs Monday night. Chiefs by three and a half. Chiefs by three and a half? No. I changed that to four and a half. To four, go four and a half. Four and a half is what Tim is saying. That is incorrect. Yeah, I, I'm thinking it's still higher than that. Give me six and a half. Six and a half is correct. On Monday evening, Raiders at the Chiefs. Sunday night football is going to start. If people miss it, you still have time to go bet Mike Evans. First touchdown on this game. I have no real... Do you have a... I'm not betting this game outside of this first touchdown. I don't really care. Before you get out, I mean, you're in from across the country to watch the games with us. You have Tim on the set. Is there anything that you want to ask him, Cuss Corner related, a topic that just springs to your mind? I'm very curious. Uh, you know, one thing, because when we talked about it on the panel show, we thought we had a lock, and that was the um, most insane take, maybe, I think it was. You get in the shower, and then you turn the water on. Anyone I've talked yeah. to is like, there's not a person on the planet who does this. It didn't even end up winning. I'm just wondering, I know you don't think any of these things are insane. What did you think was going to win? Did you think that was when you heard that we thought, you know, this, this has to be number Gee, one? I wish I could remember all the topics. That you said. Yeah, I'm trying to remember all the topics because I didn't think that was all that insane. Like, I don't like to waste the water. I was raised to get in and turn the shower on. Oh, my goodness. Two whole seconds of cold, which is good for you, by the way. Two, like, oh my goodness, what a hard. But why do it? Yeah, but you're also talking about saving water. But you take two showers a day. It's sometimes even more than that in the summer. <laughs> well, I who's like, wasting water now? Sorry, I don't like grime. I like to be clean. Well, why are you getting so sweaty? Maybe you shouldn't eat McDonald's twice a day. Yeah, well, fair enough. That's a separate <laughs> question, isn't it? I think they tie together. I'm not surprised that it didn't win because I don't think it's nearly as strange as you think it is. Well, maybe you know what because you are you're the uh, the tribune of the people, right? Um, and something that that Pat's talked about a lot is is being good at travel. And I just was on a plane. Yes, I'm no masks, no masks. We're, yeah. we're the last country on earth who had masks on planes. The, no. the first day of of no masks. It's true. And people were like, "Give me my masks back. I need it." There, you know what? Mo- most people weren't wearing masks. There were a few. Pe- I mean, honestly, like. If if you if you went to one of those like eyes wide shut orgies, you'd see more masks than okay. you saw on on this plane. Well, you have to have a mask. Yeah, right. And I mean, even if it was just three or four people, but I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew that was coming. When it comes to the etiquette of being on a plane, getting on a plane, all that kind of stuff, I know Pat's talked about it a lot. I don't know that we've got your take. What am I doing right? What am I doing wrong? When I'm at the airport. Okay. So I like to get there as early as possible. I like being in the airports. It's kind of like being at a mall. Yeah. I think it's kind of a cool place to be. I don't get to go all that often. I like to go nice and early. I like to get on as quickly as possible because I don't check a bag. I will never check a bag. Never. So I ever. just, I mean, I suppose if I went away for a month or something. Incorrect. But, but never, even then, never I would check just, a bag. I, I just wouldn't check a bag. Book a hotel that has laundry that's a That's a great idea. So, uh, I need that overhead space for my bag. I must have it. My legs are long. I'm not sticking it under, under, under the seat. That would be extraordinarily uncomfortable. I am going to get that, uh, that overhead. I'm also, I'm on team recline my seat. No. My seat reclines. I paid for the functionality of it. 
I'm going to use a device. Well, that's because you're a main character. No. And you don't think that people exist around you. Oh, so I should be uncomfortable for your sake. How much comfort do you really get by reclining your airplane chair? None. There's literally no difference. I am taller than you, and that little bit makes a difference sometimes. So Main character syndrome. I did the, you know, you pay up. It's not... It's not first class, but it's the middle middle tier. Yeah, and and it gives you some extra sure. legroom. So I'm in, I'm behind too. the bulkhead. I've got all the legroom in the world. That's different. And don't normally mean. I don't recline my chair because I'm I'm on I'm on Pat's team on this one. So would you in that situation? I don't think so because then I've got all the legroom I need. I'm already comfortable. You see, I think it goes the other way because the further up you get in the plane the more the recline actually helps you turn into like an actual recliner, like your first class seat. Recline's way better than the the one in couch. I'm sure that that is true. And you're not really infringing on the territory of the people behind you in first class Their because territory. you have so much room to begin Look, with. the seat is expensive enough. No, it's not. If, if it's such a problem, then air, air, uh, air lines can disable that functionality. Problem solved. So if there's such a groundswell against it, disable that functionality. I think it's just common courtesy. You don't check a bag and I'm, I'm on board with that. I understand what you you're saying. You checked a dog. I, and I had a dog, right? So I'm bringing it's a different. dog, you know, she's too big to come with me. But what Gotta if it was your dog. support dog? Could you have like a Dr. Nick Riviera you could go to apparently, to write you a script? Apparently you can do that and you could bring a great Dane on. And it could take up more room, you know, around your seat than you do. And it's totally fine. And, and, and the airlines can't say anything. I'm not doing that, though. My, my dog was fine underneath all that stuff. But when I went there, they said, are you checking a bag? And I said, I said, well, no. And they said, but, you know, the flight is full. So you, you, could, you can check it for free if you want. Would you do it in that situation? No, no. it's not worth the, 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 the whole point is you don't have to wait around. They, they, can't, they can't lose it. If you have it in your overhead, you could have to stand around and wait for like forty-five minutes in some instances. You, you make back. you make it sound like I'm going to land and and, no, and no, no, leave without my dog. I know. Well, no, not no. I know. I got to wait okay. for a dog. So in the instance where you have to wait for your dog already, actually, then it's justifiable. No, no. I still wouldn't do <laughs> I dis- it. I disagree. I still wouldn't do it because you're still increasing the chances of them losing. Your That's dog. what it is. They're so not going to. They're not going to lose your dog. They might lose your luck. So while I would not do it. I think it's far more justifiable than if you didn't have any else to check. There was a time when carrying on wasn't as prevalent as it is now. I imagine you both have checked bags in the past. Oh, sure. Have they ever lost your luggage? They, I, I have, yeah. I've had to like get like two days later, my bag shows up. It, it's not as okay. bad if you're flying All from right. direct one place to another. Usually that goes if there's a connection. But, I mean, you're from here. You've done some traveling from here. How often are you taking a straight shot to somewhere? Never. You're always it connecting. The moment you have to connect anywhere, you're absolutely fucked. Yeah. Those bags are God knows where. You want to know, because this is the first time I, I flew with a dog, and I like, came out of the gate and then turned around, and I watched through the window and, and watched the dog. <laughs> came down the ramp. People like gave it some water. They treated it really well. They put it back on the ramp once it was fueled up. Like I kept my eye on, on the dog. Do you put food in with the dog? Like, how does that work? No, they but get airline, I, airline peanuts. I think <laughs> you give her pretzels. Yeah, <laughs> um, I th- I think if it was a really really long one, then somebody was probably going to feed them. Um, in this case, it's just a, like two short flights, so they they give them water in between. But no, I, I, you know, they're like you can fill this out, and if you have food that we need to give them, then you can do that. I'm like, I'm going to see her in like four hours. It's yeah. I, I also think- hate showing up to the airport early. Show up as late as possible. <laughs> Use your priority to walk right through security or your nexus or whatever it is. 
uh, then go straight to the lounge for like a drink and hop on the plane. Okay, well, you and I have different priorities, though. Like, I kind of enjoy being at the airport beforehand. I, I like what? looking at the shops. I like seeing. You don't the, buy anything at the airport. I like to see the people. I like to walk <laughs> around. Like to me, it's an enjoyable experience. The only time I would show up early was in Toronto because they have a gym at the airport. Show up, go to the gym. Like the number one tip that anyone can have is either lift heavy the moment before you get on the plane, or lift heavy the moment you get on. Like as soon as you get to the hotel, put your bags in your room, go down to the gym, and just lift whatever they have there as heavy as possible for twenty minutes. You will cure jet lag. Okay. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. You'll just, it'll get like, you're so like puffy from just being up in like that altitude. You can just like sweat that out, work that out, get your strength back. And all of a sudden you just feel a whole lot better. Paul, are you telling us we're overtime? No, I was wondering what, you, like, do you do that at the local airport here? Because there's absolutely <laughs> nothing in that airport. <laughs> there's a lounge. Like there are lounges. There's an A&W. You basically. say there's a lot of lounges. There is one There's lounge. a Maple Leaf lounge. Yeah. And do you have Maple Leaf lounge <laughs> access? No, I don't. You should. You deserve it. Yeah, well, you, I do. The way you it. talk about airports, <laughs> like big airports, should reach out to you. I like and airports. Give you I think airports access. are fun. Like that Tom Cruise movie, like to me, wasn't a nightmare. I mean, it would that you could Tom never, Hanks movie. Tom Hanks movie. Sorry. Uh, I mean, it would <laughs> like be that you Top could, Gun. Yeah, <laughs> it would be that you, you could never. Leave. But you, but like, so you like, like all the time in airports. So you like fun. lounges? Like you're a fan of lounges in airport. You just don't go into. them. I have been to them in the past. You're, you're like Michael Scott. I've you know, been to them. You're a fan of them. You but, know there are lounges outside of airports. Yes, I'm aware. You don't attend those either. No, I don't. Not usually. But you know what? Airports are kind of, it's a fun, it, traveling is already grueling. Make as much fun of it as you can. But it's not can. fun. That's why not being there is the best fun you can have. Because you can spend your time doing literally anything else that and isn't you, super stressful. Well, again, it's as, as stressful as you want to make it for yourself. In your defense, sir, 5 a.m. at the airport. Chili's was popping off. I bet it was. was. I'm not exaggerating. It was full. You sent me a picture. It, it was. Was it not full? It was full. Was it the it was only place open? Excellent. I I didn't I didn't walk too far around. Was I Hudson just I News saw Chili's. Open? Uh, yes. Yeah. Those kinds of places, and you know, there's little cookie coffee places. Those were open, but Chili's was stacked. Of course, it was. People well, I, I think the game has started. Have we? Uh, have has Mike Evans scored the first touchdown yet, Paul? <laughs> That would be terrific news. <laughs> I don't think so. All right. So last thing before we get out of here, because I know people are going to be listening to this tomorrow, watching it tomorrow, give them some bonus content here. Uh, we had CDG on week one mm. on the show. He will be back. People are big fans of CDG. And we were telling you that Clark was on the show. Yeah. And you were like, I know Clark. I've experienced Clark. Can you tell people your Clark story? Sure. CDG is, he's such a classic character. Like he is, he's a legend around these parts. And um, he's an absolute monster. If you watch the video version, if you were just on the podcast, then maybe he has a deep voice, so maybe you could picture him. He's six four, like three hundred pounds. He and is Jack. He is a mountain of a human, and uh, he used to always like go to the gym, and then he would go straight to the grocery store. And there was, <laughs> I'm sure he did it more than once, but there was this one day he went into the grocery store straight from the gym. He went around. He bought deli meat like a package of deli meat he bought a loaf of bread and i think he had like a jar of mayo or mustard and when he went to the cash register he paid for it and then he couldn't wait to go to his car let alone drive home and then have this meal at the absolute end of the checkout he stood there and took all the ingredients and put made a sandwich together and then walked out of the grocery store eating his sandwich because he couldn't wait another second before getting that protein in. And honestly, that is the most CDG story there is. And it's entirely true. Well, 
So it's the most CDG story. It's the story. most terrible CDG <laughs> story that we can it's tell. The most, it's the most CDG story that I will tell. The guy is, he, there's nobody like him. Yeah. He's a legend. All right. I think that'll do it. Sunday Night Live. Jeremy Keith, thank you for being here. Thank you. You're, you're the only one of us who's verified on Twitter. Yeah, and, and tweets once every couple of years. You should so. sell that to Tim. I I've I tried needling Tim about it a little bit and honestly he kind of seemed like like hurt from it so I left him you know what I mean like I was like eh, it's not that hard to get verified on Twitter and he sort of like he didn't it wasn't playful so I left it at that it's it's not a big deal I didn't do anything to get it it was an employer that just said you're verified now I didn't think anything of it but uh it really it seemed to kind of stick in Tim's craw a bit so I never brought it up again so thanks for for mentioning that there now, you go. now it's awkward between us <laughs> Next week, we will have another verified on Twitter guest to help us break down Jets Dolphins making his triumphant return to the show for the first time since the Custy Awards. It is Gary and Thorne will be live on the line with Tim and myself. And then we have a special guest for week six, a special guest for week seven. I think we have every the next like six weeks. We have guest book. I'm not asking people last second anymore, which is really nice until they start following up. But Garyan <laughs> will be here to break down the game sort of like whatever the fuck we do on this show next week for week five. Guests in the lines next week. Until then, sub to the podcast, sub to the channel, like the episode, sub to the newsletter because that's coming out right after we get off the air because I'm going to start writing it. All right. I'm Pat Mayo. Thank you all for watching. I'll see you next time. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com